Today's reading is 2 Timothy 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, according to the promise of life in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, my beloved child, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God, whom I serve with a clear conscience, as did my forefathers, as I constantly remember you night and day in my prayers. Recalling your tears, I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, which first dwelt in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am convinced is in you as well. For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. So do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Instead, join me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. He has saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but by his own purpose and by the grace he granted us in Christ Jesus before time began. And now he has revealed this grace through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who has abolished death and illuminated the way to life and immortality through the gospel, to which I was appointed as a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher. For this reason, even though I suffer as I do, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him for that day. Hold on to the pattern of sound teaching you have heard from me, with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Guard the treasure entrusted to you with the help of the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. You know that everyone in the province of Asia has deserted me, including Phygelus and Hermogenes. May the Lord grant mercy to the household of Anesiphorus, because he has often refreshed me and was unashamed of my chains. Indeed, when he arrived in Rome, he searched diligently until he found me. May the Lord grant Onesiphorus his mercy on that day. You know very well how much he ministered to me in Ephesus, and this is God's word. This letter to Timothy was the last of Paul's letters. It was penned during his second incarceration in Rome. Unlike the first incarceration in Rome, the Acts 28 house arrest one, Paul was not released. Instead, he was executed this time. We don't know how much time passed between Acts 28 and the events of this letter. But the evidence from the New Testament is that there were a few years, at least, in between them. Unlike Paul's other prison letters, this time he was not optimistic about being released. In this letter to Timothy, he was asking Timothy to leave Ephesus and come to see him, according to verse 4. He knew it was possible, however, that the letter may not get to Timothy in time, or that Timothy might not get to him in time. So this letter also left his parting thoughts to Timothy. What would you write to a close friend in this situation? You would certainly want to express your care for that person, as Paul did here in verse 2 when he called him my dear son, and in verse 4 when he expressed his desire to be filled with joy when he saw Timothy. But beyond expressing his care for Timothy personally, Paul was still more passionate about Christ and his work than anything else. He prayed for God's grace, mercy, and peace, according to verse 2, and thanked God for Timothy's sincere faith in verses 3 through 5. But he also expressed confidence in Christ, despite his suffering and expected death, as we saw in verse 12. 
And he expected and charged Timothy to fan into flame the gift of God, verse 6, and to join me in suffering for the gospel. It was the faith they shared in Christ that gave Paul and Timothy a basis for their friendship. But it was their service for Christ together that made them such close friends. As much as he loved Timothy, Paul sent him away when necessary to do the Lord's work. But they also spent much time together traveling for the gospel and serving together in the gospel. Many Christians since then have also formed deep bonds with other believers while serving the Lord together. While serving the Lord has its own eternal rewards. Making and strengthening good godly friendships are another important side benefit in this life of serving the Lord with other people. With a friendship that revolved around Christ, like theirs did, it is understandable that Paul would want Timothy to keep going for Christ and even to be willing to suffer for Jesus. Paul did not want his persecution or even his death to cause Timothy to lose faith in Christ. That's why he wrote, So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner, in verse 8, according to the NIV's reading. As Timothy continued to walk with God and work for Christ, he not only carried forward the legacy of his brother in Christ, Paul, but he also demonstrated that his faith was in Christ and not in Paul. And that's an important thing for us to remember. So many people have become mentors and become teachers to us, and we look up to them as we rightly should. But we must always remember that our faith is not in our mentor. It's in Christ. Let's not get that confused. And let's not put anyone in the place that only Jesus can occupy. If you found this devotional helpful, please sign up to receive it in your email if you don't already by going to dailypbj.com slash subscribe. Please also consider giving me some financial support on a monthly basis. Go to dailypbj.com slash support if you'd like to do that. Finally, please share this video with someone else who might grow from it. And I'll see you next time. May God bless you. Have a great day.